We are back here on the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Coligan Water on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Jake Bachman. He is Nathan Brennan. Can I call you Nate? Is it cool if I say Nate? Yeah, go for it. Nick, <laughs> Nick was rolling with it. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nate and Bach. Yeah, there you it's go. It's not bad. Do you, go with the, do, you, do you go by Nate or are you more of it? You're just more of a Nate. You know, it's actually funny. So it, it changes through every stage of my life. So in high school, I was Nate. In college, I was Brennan, went by my last name. Oh. And then now, since I've been here, I've always gone by Nathan. So oh. so basically, when I say you can choose what you want to call me, call me whatever you want. Nate Dog, it is. Nate Dog. All right, <laughs> yeah. I like it. Let's go to the uh, Honda of Lincoln hotline and head to Ben. Ben's been patiently waiting. Ben, uh, what are your thoughts on Nebraska basketball? Hey, oh, well, first, uh, first off, I just uh, I listened to, uh, I believe it was Nick's call of the Lincoln East and Pius games the other night, and I thought he did a really good job, so give him a, oh, yeah. yeah. a shout-out there. Uh, but, no, you know, when Frost was clearly having his struggles this weekend, part of the na- – or this weekend, this uh, last this last year, uh, part of the narrative was, uh, well, you know, he really didn't have a whole lot of support from the business side with Moose kind of being an absentee boss and letting the athletic department run amok. And I guess does uh, – do you think Fred Horiberg gets any, uh, any of that benefit of the doubt? Uh, you know, he's – if he goes looking for the boss for support and all he can find is a bunch of empty whiskey bottles in the office floor and Bill Moose nowhere to be found. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to wonder if you guys could uh, give your thoughts on that. All I'll right. just hang up and listen. Yeah, thanks, thanks Ben. Uh, the shots at Bill Moose. The party <laughs> yeah, shots at Bill they, Moose. They're always He dead. might not want to listen yeah. to Lincoln Radio anymore at this no. point. I'm sure he, he doesn't. Or, you know, I mean, maybe <laughs> he's a big anymore. fan of the ticket water yeah, cooler, but we're pushing him away at this point. Um, I, I, you know, I think that the legacy of Bill Moose is, first of all, just fascinating because mm-hmm. it just seemed like home run higher after home run higher. And uh, obviously, you know, Will Bolt is, is the one that's been working so far. Yeah. Um, but... I don't think that Hoiberg necessarily has is going to get too much of a benefit there from from Trev Alberts, um, as far as that goes. Uh, you know, maybe everybody does get a little bit of you know the the fact that he wasn't necessarily there or looking over the program and, and, and critiquing it. But I think that you know, I think for the most part uh, they're going to be. They're going to be judged on on the results and, and what they've done right. so far, and, and regardless of, of who the athletic to, you know director is, certainly can help if you have more support and, and more ideas coming from up there. But you know, let's let's also be honest here. <laughs> it's pretty transparent when you have a Butkus Award winner as your athletic director. You're a football school, yeah. so uh, yeah. <laughs> so I you know, and I know that I know that uh, Trev wants to get around it and make every program better, and I, I hope that he's uh, you know spending a lot of time with the basketball operations and, yeah. and, and trying to get it going. But um, obviously. Um, I just, I just don't, I don't see there being too much of an excuse there. Well, I mean, what is, what is that relationship like? I mean, I know his relationship with Scott Frost is obviously pretty close. I know that kind of he was the facilitator for the most part of lowering that buyout, lowering his his contract. So I don't know if maybe that's something that could be evaluated with Hoiberg. I, I don't know. I what, what exactly does that relationship look like? Because I mean, Trev is so new. I mean, it's. I don't. I don't know. I mean, that, that's why it's such an interesting question because you were able to restructure Scott Frost's contract. Does that maybe become a discussion with Fred Hoiberg? I think it almost has to. I mean, I think that at least if, you if you're looking for, for any sort of uh, of grace from the Nebraska basketball fan base, um, they're going to have to do that. And, and you know, I I, I think that um, it's. It's something that's becoming more of a practice in college sports, right? right. I mean, we're, we're kind of seeing that and, and kind of the, the benefits it can have. And everybody can point to, to Coach Harbaugh and say, well, yeah, see, it worked there. 
Harbaugh had you know consistently top fifteen teams there at Michigan. He wasn't yeah. that far away from where he did last year. Yeah, uh, just a few you know wins and, and and you know maybe it was the flu in the Ohio State locker room that ended up getting it done <laughs> this year. So uh, you know I I I think. <sighs> I don't know. It's it's just it, we. I, I'm so fascinated by tonight's game, and, and normally you wouldn't be, right? I mean, this is a right. snoozer of a game in the Big Ten. Uh, Outside it, of Minnesota and Nebraska fans, I yeah, doubt there's I don't much think there is any. In this one. But as far as just yeah. Nebraska, like the, the it feels like they're and we've we've said this before. Just because of that buyout, it feels like they're stuck, uh, and yeah. and and there's not much hope around the corner. And and again, you you get all this big picture discussion of. Uh, you know, what's going to happen in the future? What does the program look like next year, two years from now? Could you imagine Fred Hoiberg still being here? Um, and and they, they've they got to put all that to the side and go in there and, and win a game. And you just wonder, what can that do? Because, I mean, you, we've been, we're talking in the break. You're a firm believer that 1-19 could be a big difference than 0-20. So. Yeah. Um, as it's far as even retention. From a morale standpoint, more yeah. than anything. And then, Corey, I mean, Corey says, why does Fred have to restructure? What motivation would he have to take less money? I mean, I know Scott Frost was – he wants to be in Lincoln. He wants to be right. here. Do, I mean, does Fred Hoiberg want to be here? I mean, at this point, I mean, the fan base has turned to you, turned on you in such an extent. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you don't restructure. Maybe you say you really want me out. You have to pay this buyout. I mean, it just comes down to Fred Hoiberg and how badly he wants to be here, which. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, but it is. I mean, you're, when you have callers <laughs> calling in and asking you why you deserve another year, it is, you know, I mean, you're going to have the same type of situation when you when you walk into Trev Albert's office and he says, you know. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean, obviously, yeah. obviously, it's like, you know, show me the plan, one, and then, like, it, it's just straight talk. He's a grown man. He knows what's going on. He mm. doesn't deserve that contract. Mm. So, you know, it, 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 there's no necessary there's not necessarily a huge reason for him to to uh, he, I shouldn't say the contract, not the buyout. So, he sh- there's no um, you know, I, I I think that if if he's I think it would just do a lot to kind of at least pull the dogs back a little bit if mm-hmm. if he does restructure that buyout going into next season. Um and it's just amazing, you know, I remembering remembering um the day that that contract and the buyout was was released it was you know it was kind of a deal done uh right. not released to the public and, and just kind of buying and now everyone knows what knows what that is yeah let, let me ask you this then i know we talked about kind of when fred hoiberg came here I mean, he was a top commodity i mean this was mm-hmm. a home run hire for nebraska say he's fired this season next season whatever it may be where do you go if you're fred hoiberg from here i mean because yeah. your your prestige I wouldn't say that it's completely dead. I wouldn't say that he's not going to get another Power 5 coaching job, but what kind of jobs are you looking for? Because this obviously tarnishes your legacy to some extent. It has to, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think he needs to go, you know, maybe on an NBA bench somewhere, maybe in a, in a you know, uh, front office again. He's done that before. Um, maybe get back to the NBA. Maybe it is uh, as, a, as a lead assistant at a major program. Right. I don't know if I'm a Power 5 job if I'd – if I would, I mean, <laughs> yes, it's hard to win in Lincoln, but I mean, this, this, you know, there, there does become the question. And the Omaha World Herald had this uh, article the other day about it. Was you know, is is as it kind of as college basketball this, you know, the strategy that Hoiberg won mm-hmm. with at uh, Iowa State passed him by. And there's, you know, there's a big uh, reason to believe that. Obviously, with what's going on in Nebraska, not just that, yeah. but the transfer portal has changed the game. I mean, it, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of his strategy that that separated him from other coaches. Now that's everybody. Everybody can do that. You know, you're not you're not ahead of the game there anymore. Uh, yeah. It, Fred doesn't need to go anywhere. I mean, yeah, I understand that. But I feel like there's a little bit of 
mean, we've talked about this in the past. There's a little bit of ego that comes with these coaches, especially someone sure. like Fred Hoiberg that went to what the Elite Eight, I believe, with Iowa State. I mean, be, I, it might have even been the Final Four. I don't know. No, there's I didn't go was it Elite Eight? It might have even been the Sweet Sixteen. Sweet I'm 16. not sure. Well, he, the Elite Eight, regardless, but, yeah. he's had success in the past, and there's a little bit of ego that goes with that, right? I mean, you're a former NBA player. I mean, you've you've led a program to a Sweet Sixteen appearance. I mean, do you really want to go out this way? I mean, yeah. is this really how you want to end your your legacy and go into a front office role? And I mean, I, I don't well, know. I don't think it would be long term. I think he just he needs. I, I think that I think the best thing would do would be in a, like a lead assistant at you know right. Kentucky or, or something wherever he's yeah. got his his ends there, um, just to you know kind of revitalize, give it a year or two, and then people go, well, there, there's a hey, Hoiberg off the bench over there. Maybe he could be the next guy. Yeah. You know, I know it didn't work at Nebraska. There's all these reasons, and then you know you get the chance. I I just think he need he might need for his. Um, for his kind of status in the basketball community to, to rise back up is just a year or two of, of success somewhere else, obviously. Just something different, just to change the scenery. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, it, that's what makes the conversation so interesting, right? Because there's there's two sides. This is where does Hoiberg go from here? Where does Nebraska go from here? Yeah. Because, I mean, this is just, again, a match made in heaven that's been gone about as poorly as it possibly could. So, I mean, there's both ends to it is what what happens on either side. Well, and, and the question of, of does Hoiberg want to be here, I don't, I don't think it's fair to question some people have questioned his care factor just because he's kind of a, um, he, you know, he's not a, a big-time screamer in your face or, you know, he's, he's just kind of, he's got that calm demeanor. Um, so I, I don't think that that's it's fair to, to question is how much he cares and, and you know obviously there's plenty of reasons uh, for him to care yeah. as much and, and he didn't come here to fail or to take it easy or anything like that so um you know I, I think that there's plenty in it there but you do wonder you know kind of the, you know the health situation's always there um but the other thing is does he feel like it's too deep does he feel like you know it, it might be better for his career to take a jump now to whatever that may be and he's like I don't know what the job would be but he's he's well connected enough that he could get a pretty good job elsewhere Think, uh, yeah. And maybe it would just be okay, you know, whatever. For some reason, that didn't that didn't work out. Um, now I've got, uh, you know, it. And, and, and I don't know. I mean, th- that would have to be to the point where he doesn't believe that he could get it going again, which is is a tough pill to swallow. Uh, and something I don't think as a competitor he will. But there's always the, the possibility that he just says, you know, I'm I'm ready to move on myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just fascinating, fascinating discussion. We'll see a lot more. Uh, maybe a lot of it's going to be just again because we talk about this game, snoozer of a game outside of the Minnesota Nebraska. You might not watch it, um, but for Nebraska fans, it's it's so so interesting just to see are they going to have a different look to them? Are they going to have that extra level of of effort? Is is, is it going to lead to the win? What would another heartbreaking loss you know kind of mean for this team? But I'll, I'll say this again. I, I I know the Northwestern game. And that's the reason we're kind of really amping this discussion up is that they lost by so much and weren't competitive in that game. But I just don't think that he's lost the team. If he loses the team and they start losing these games by 10 to 15, you know, 15, 20 points down the stretch, then I think it's over. But I I don't think that he's lost them. Well, let me ask you then. So final prediction, plus one and a half is the line. Are you taking Nebraska? I mean, basically basically at that point you're choosing money line. Who Who are you taking money line? Do you have faith? No. No, no, but I don't think. I mean, I think that it, it will be a close game. Um, but you're asking, you're asking whether I think that the winless team is finally going to get a win. <laughs> and you say no. I don't know. I mean, I, the, the fan of me wants to believe, sure. But as a prognosticator, I wouldn't touch that game. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, probably not. Let me see. Minnesota also ten and ten against the spread. So Nebraska twelve and eleven. Minnesota ten and ten. So basically, I mean, it's toss-up. Yeah, that sounds like something I don't want to touch. 
<laughs> but I will be invested in Well, I'll obviously have uh, the post-game show tonight. It's a late tip-off at 8 o'clock, so uh, it'll be a late post-game show. But uh, hopefully, finally, we can get a win. My friend has been pointing out to me, between basketball and football, I've probably done... Uh, you know, I don't know, 45 post-game shows or something had like nine wins. So, <laughs> Really? <laughs> well, but just Oof. between, you know, the three wins of the football season, it's uh, not 45. I don't know how much it is, but it's been a lot. <laughs> I, was, yeah, I was trying to make it sound worse than it was, but it really has been a lot. And, and usually the post-game show, we just come in and go, oh, there it is. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not too much to talk about. Yeah. And, and hopefully there will be. Hopefully tonight we finally see a big move uh, from the Husker basketball team, at least in the win column, which would, you know, you'd like to say double up your wins. It would just be the first one. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then round things out here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Um, we've made up some lists. Uh, we've got some different things that we've been pushing just because the Nebraska basketball has uh, has kind of taken over. The discussion has taken over. Um, so let's get to uh, let's get to buy or sell next. It's a new segment we're going to try on Wednesdays, um, it's original. You've never heard of buy or sells. <laughs> yeah, probably never. I think somebody's had it on, on this uh, station. I think a few shows have had it before on this station. But it's a, you know why? Because it's a good one. And we're going to bring that to you next here on the Ticket Water Cooler. 